Well, it's shiny. I've got a great story. I can't give away too many details because I'll get in a lot of trouble with the government. But when I was a young man working in drug enforcement uh, on the streets of Melbourne, RML had many incidences, but quite often I'd be talking to low-level drug dealers to get information out of them. And a lot of people have said to me, so Ed, did you beat people? Did you do this? I'll say this, the best way of getting information out of people or better way of persuading people is by being nice to people. The moment you start trying to be sneaky or being aggressive or egotistical, people are going to clam up on you. So remember, be nice, be charming, be helpful, and that's going to be the best way you can get information out of people and the best way you can persuade people. Well, certainly that's not my voice. But on 20th episode of my first step ever today, I thought of doing something different. And the voice that you heard is our guest speaker today. But before that, let's do the needful. I'm your host, Ishani Nigam. I'm a Master's of Marketing Communication student at the University of Melbourne. And I started this podcast to help you empower and inspire to take your first step. So, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. I am so thrilled to have this amazing personality on my first step ever podcast today on our 20th episode. Yes, my friends, we are reaching a milestone and I'm so happy to complete 20 episodes with your support, your engagement and your interest. And I'm happy that it has in some way helped some of you who have reached out to me and told me that how inspiring it has been and that some of you are starting your own ventures, be it a YouTube channel or starting that internship that you really wanted. So I'm really excited. And in this episode of My First Step Ever, I have invited an international master coach who is on a journey to create master persuaders and influencers. Edward is a marketing mentor certified practicing marketer and he's an international master coach and has mentored thousands of winners globally to help them get more clients and win top positions and become leading personal brands. But what is so interesting that beside his own company, which he runs as of now, Excellence Above Coaching, he started his working career in Australian Army as a combat engineer. And this really intrigued me because the career switch that you see the, or the career change that I see is amazing. And what led to this career change or how was this journey has really intrigued me and that is why I was so willing to have Edward Zia on our show today. Now he has worked in very tough situations and he has gained a lot of life skills, life skill experiences and he had many firsts in his life. Edward has directly worked with key organizations like Microsoft, Meetup, WeWork, LinkedIn and many more. He is an amazing personality who is always up to inspire you, to help you, to cheer you up. And he's so positive. So I think I've done a lot of talk today. Let me welcome our guest speaker, Edward Zia. Hi, Edward. Welcome on my first step ever. Hi, Ashani. Great being here. And hello to our wonderful viewers worldwide. Great to see you all. So (laughs) he has taken a... 360 degree turn, if I say so, from his in his in his career, and I'm really excited to you know understand more about it. He is also a certified marketing coach, and he has trained executive 
leaders in their businesses globally and he has achieved so much in his life so far but i think what is so humbling about him is the way he speaks to you the way he addresses people and adjectives that he uses like fantastic to speak to you love your work. as i was mentioning about your career it's a 360 degree turn while you were an army person when did you think of you know transitioning that into a coach an international coach a oh, great question ashani and um i'm going to give the very condensed answer there so originally um I joined the Australian Army when I was 19. I was a combat engineer in the army. And very early on, I was very lucky to get seconded to do drug enforcement in the federal government. So I was originally in the army, still in the army, but I was actually seconded to work with the Australian Federal Police doing drug enforcement and it threw my life in this whole new direction. So I was doing a lot of drug enforcement, information gathering. Uh, I was actually working the streets of Melbourne. uh much like you'd see someone in America in the DEA the drug enforcement agency that type of work and um it was really good i was actually going to do that for my career but got injured very badly in an operation uh that i was on and that it almost killed me and it certainly ended my military policing career so for me uh life went in a very different direction i had becoming a corporate for some years and over time after you know experiencing some homelessness as well i ended up basically deciding to start my own business one day and becoming a absolute master coach and um it's been incredible i'm sorry to hear about certain things that you've gone through in your life but that happens I, yeah and I, I, i can see that you have overcome those challenges and you have definitely gained something out of that if you're happy to you know maybe shift a focus a bit on the lowest point in your life if you would like to touch upon that and tell us that what were you going through and how did you overcome that thing mentally before you just stepped into the coaching world yeah well i, I suppose what sort of broke the transition between so I was in the military then I was in corporate australia uh and then before i started my business i actually spent um a bit of time homeless so I was a homeless veteran um a lot of my bad decisions but also um also have PTSD which is post traumatic stress disorder which i you know uh which i you know picked up as a result of my injuries a lot of that kicked in when i was about 29 and 30 and that mental illness combined with bad decision making led to me being what i always feared to being a homeless veteran and that was actually probably the low point of my life but it was during that experience which gave me a big chance to reboot and um as i sort of worked my way out of homelessness uh and sort of got back into civilization you would say uh i decided to play things very differently and i wanted to become a coach i wanted to tell my story wanted to help people globally and pretty much just baby steps every day baby steps every day um one step uh in front of the other and from following that process over a decade i went from you know homeless veteran to a you know successful international master coach we also run a big business community as well so that's in short my story but it was that homelessness which was my trigger point my base experience that really caused me to reboot and come back in a different way it's a very very intriguing story because i see that you have gone through different experiences in in one lifetime over here yeah. and the one that, highlight that you mentioning that what really turned things around for you was homelessness now i yeah. hope no one really faces that but right now we're in a situation that most of us are like facing very very 
difficult issues, you know, basic issues in our life about earning, about living. So uh, across the globe, whoever is listening to us, especially the young aspiring leaders and students, I just wanted to ask you if they find themselves in some similar situation or where they feel that it can't get worse than this for them. Can you uh, help them understand the top three things that you would want them to think at that point in time so they can overcome that situation? Yeah. Well, the first thing is, um, and just one quick point I want to make as well, just on the point of homelessness. Um, a few months ago, I actually did a poll on LinkedIn that got hundreds of answers. And it asked the question, um, have you been homeless? And then it broke down that question to basically, have you been homeless and was it for a short time or an extended period of time? One out of five people, correction, one out of four people on LinkedIn answered, yes, I've been homeless before, right? And what was fascinating, I think it was about one out of six said I've been homeless for an extended period of time. So very scary. It was like 15% or something like that of people who've been homeless for an extended period of time. So, And this is LinkedIn. I mean, these are LinkedIn professionals saying that. Uh, the, the three things I want to say to anyone listening is, number one is you've got to live with gratitude. So I'll use me as an example. Whilst I was a homeless guy, I wasn't disabled. I wasn't injured. Um, I could still work. So that's something to be grateful about. Number two is being homeless in the Western world is way better than being homeless in the developing world. So, you know, if you're going to become homeless, being homeless in the Western world is not a bad way to do it, right? So it's good to be homeless. Um, for example, I've got a lot of friends in the Philippines. I'd much rather be homeless in Sydney than the Philippines. I'll tell you that, right? And I'll say it with respect and love to my friends in the Philippines. Crazy place. And the same thing I'll say to people as well is you got to think what got you homeless. Now, sure, we can have bad things that happen to us that get us homeless, but I bet you that's not the whole problem. I bet you there are other things that have happened that have also accelerated that process. So what have you done that has contributed to being homeless? Because I hear all the time people saying, I'm homeless because I lost my job. And I'm like, okay, but how come you didn't have any money saved up will be my question. you got to take responsibility as well. So those are the three things I want to say to really help that. But hit that reset button and bounce back from the bottom and take little steps taking you forward in life. Yeah, that's very interesting to know how you see the entire situation and uh, you're drawing comparisons between, you know, what only so that you can understand how grateful you you are or maybe in a better position right now, which is very interesting. And on my first step ever, we always try to uncover those areas of struggles that people face and maybe help them with strategies that people have employed that have taken them out of that situation. So this is a very new uh, area that we have discussed for the first time, homelessness, because whatever you learn, it's, it's a mindset, you know, and that mindset carries on even if you want to go into your career or you want to start something in your personal life. The bottom line of uh, this discussion was that wherever you are, uh, develop a mindset in which you can at least try and understand of what you really have uh, in your situation that you can control and work on it and take it forward. And if you do not have something, then you really can't do anything about it. So focus on what you really have. Now, moving on to the next question, now that we're discussing few firsts in your life, because you have done so many things, you have experimented, yes. which is a great thing, because then you learn a lot. So the next thing I would like to discuss, the next, I think, uh, area of your life was when you started off your own venture after working in the corporate for quite a long time. You started 
started this uh, coaching services and now you are an international coach and the results that you have achieved is actually there everywhere for everyone us to see how it has really impacted people in the businesses which is amazing i really want to understand with all that wisdom that you had gathered so far before starting your venture did you face any problems you know starting your own venture and if yes then how did you combat those issues if you're able to take us through that first time of yours i i face problems every day so like, you know so <laughs> I face that's, problems all that, the time. That's relieving to know. I think everyone does. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but they're all redeemable. And the trick is, is that when you're in business for yourself, you're going to face a lot of problems. But one of the one of the core problems I'll speak to is how do you break through and get started? That's the core thing, right? Because how do you break through? How do you get your first round of clients? And that's the real hard bit, actually, because let's say you go, you know, you're now saying you're a coach, you do a coaching accreditation, which I have, whatever you do. Then all of a sudden, like, You've now got no customers. You're trying to sell yourself as a coach. And the first obvious question people will ask you is, how many clients have you had? And the answer is zero. Okay. So, you know, it's a whole chicken and the egg issue. And to me, the biggest thing about breaking through and getting started is going networking to networking events, meeting a lot of people, putting out really good content on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, connecting with many people as possible. Because as you put out heaps of content and you go to events and you meet people, by then, you're going to meet enough people who are going to hire you and give you a shot, and they become your original base of testimonials. So that's one of the biggest challenges. And um, interestingly, as Bob's thing is, when you start out as a coach, you're not charging a lot. When you become a master coach, you start charging more. So people usually can pick you up at a bargain. So uh, when I started out, people picked me up for a fraction of what I charge these days, and it was good. They gave me a shot, and they got me for a fraction of what you know, I would charge today. So, yeah, that's really the hardest thing is getting started, getting your first base of clients. And um, that's when most people fail because most people don't have what it takes. Only a, a few people do, which is why very few coaches, everyone talks about becoming a coach, very few become successful full-time coaches because it's a bit like going to the gym. Uh, anyone knows how to go to the gym. It's logically easy, but very few actually do it because it requires effort. <laughs> there you go. So I I want to emphasize or maybe discuss a point that you mentioned over there that very few people have got it to make it. So yeah. would you like to like uh, say this, for example, there are students, graduates at university right now, a lot of them, and they have a lot of ideas bubbling in their mind, yeah. whether they want to, you know, work at a certain company or want to do something of their own. And if you think that if it's only few people who got in them. So how would you advise the other people who really want to make it? But and because I think everyone is able to do it if they realize that what it takes. I've got a very good influencer answer to that question, right? Because just so you know, I've got, we've got a lot of students in our community as well. So I work with a lot of students too. I'll, I'll give you an influencer answer is just share really good content. Start doing videos on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. Start creating content and putting content out, out there. Now, you might just share ideas. You might talk about what you're working on. Even though you may not have a business per se, but by you sharing content, what you're going to do is get people noticing you, get people liking you, and you're going to get feedback and it becomes a bit of a feedback loop. You might share an idea on LinkedIn and you get some information. That information helps you get closer to what you want to do so you share more content. Therefore, that content gets you closer to what you want to do. Therefore, you share more content. So as you share ideas and build your own popularity, that often creates opportunities. So I would say start creating content, start sharing it. And these days, it's so easy. Uh, everyone's got a phone. Everyone's got you know 4G, 
Some people have 5G these days. You can do it. Uh, and that's one of the here. Um, whenever I hear people making dumb excuses, a lot of them say to me, oh, but I don't have any money. And I'm like, it's free. You just use your phone, stick it on LinkedIn. And what it is, they're not saying, the answer is they don't really have any money. That's not the issue. The answer is that they're scared and they don't want to do it. Okay. Yeah, this actually sounds to me a very interesting conversation because I think what I'm drawing and drawing a parallel and understanding out of here is what you yeah. mentioned earlier was that some people have that knack and ability to be an entrepreneur and some people would not like to maybe go in that field but still want to, you know. Uh, yeah, just just on that note, just yeah. on that note, um, whether you're, uh, whether you, and by the way, I, I just want to make this point clear. The entrepreneur life is not for everyone. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being a corporate. I mean, I was in the military and I was a corporate, so nothing wrong with that, by the way. In fact, for a lot of people, you'll make more money as a corporate or in the military. You'll be better off than being an entrepreneur. But I do say this, whether you're a corporate or an entrepreneur makes no difference because let's talk as a corporate, by you sharing videos and content, that can help you get, get a good corporate job. So it's not, it's not, I'm not presenting this as a corporate versus entrepreneur discussion. I'm just saying this, whether you want to get a job or create your own job, it's still a good strategy anyway. And that's exactly where I was getting to. Yeah, Thank yeah. you so much for emphasizing that because yeah. we have listeners uh, from all across the world and I want them to understand that what we're trying to say at the very bottom is that that strategy of going forward, whether you want to start something or go into a business. And I think Edward really very nicely summed it up and have given us a very, very simple way of going ahead when you're in university or school. If you really want to put your word out there and start your personal branding, as he suggested, start with a small video or maybe yeah. a post on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a very great platform. Yeah. So thank you so much, Edward, for bringing that up because you have actually given us a very simple strategy that everyone can start off with a baby step. And moving forward from here, I actually wanted to understand from you because you have come in contact with such amazing, brilliant minds, leaders, coaches, yourself. Um, are, are there any top three you know, mistakes that people do early on in their life or maybe even later? regarding their career whatever it may be that you yeah, yeah. like to address that over here so our listeners would be oh, can be aware of that as early on as possible yeah I, I, and i think i think uh, and, I, and I'll, I'll explain the mistakes more in the modern terms right more in the modern terms i think it's changed a little bit number one is not using linkedin enough so if you want to get a really good job as a corporate one of the first things they're going to do is check out your linkedin profile yes they do um, all the top accounting firms, they check out your LinkedIn profile. They look at you as social media. If you're saying weird stuff and not doing anything, it's a negative. So you want to start using LinkedIn, for example, and share really good content. So when they go to your LinkedIn profile, they're going to think you're a great employee. That's point one. The second point I want to say to wonderful people who to improve their careers is don't stay in the same job for too long. So if you're in a job and you're getting screwed, you've got a bad boss, there's no opportunities move on don't just sit there and be angry find something better and point three is you've got to back yourself all the way because especially in the corporate machine in a lot of you have good companies and bad companies good companies will nurture you bad companies will try and bash your self-esteem into one corner so they can control you right so if you wind up in a bad company which has happened to me happens to everyone don't let the system and the establishment bash your self-confidence push back and make sure you win big your journey is ex very interesting because I am just trying to understand from being an army man to being a corporate person to being an entrepreneur. You've actually seen different 
career and lives and everything so um in the past one one year we all of us listening to us today you me yep. everyone we have faced a lot of issues but it is always good to learn from what has happened and move forward so how do you how do you reflect on any situation and what are the parameters that you use to you know reflect on and then take it forward Oh, totally. Well, in these situations, especially in the 2020 uh, global pandemic, I think the first thing that you really got to look at is your situation. You know, is it positively impacting you? Is it negatively impacting you? And I don't want to use the word pivot because that word's been overused this a lot this year. It's become a horrible cliche, the word pivot. But I will say this, though, is that you need to work out how you're going to change your approach to adapt to the situation. And uh a lot of that, it can be different for different people. You might have been fired uh, or furloughed during uh, COVID-19. Well, it's time to get a new job. It might be time to start your business. Uh, you might be more like me, whereas you already had a successful business, but you need to transition from real world to online. I will say this, whatever you do, make sure you do it really quickly. And it probably involves a lot of online. So I'm going to say is you might have to make some very, very drastic moves to create the life that you want, especially the way that with what's happened in the world. Second point I want to say is make drastic changes and don't be afraid of anything. And number three, I'll say, is have great friends and people around you. So make sure you connect with other people. Don't do it by yourself. Uh, the worst thing you can do is try and change your life by yourself. It's great to connect and do it with your friends. There are some parameters which you mentioned that I have been basing my you know reflection for the past one year. And I think the highlight over here is that if you find a situation is not right for you, the place, then you might have to take a very big but a calculative risk over here of how you want to see your life in the next few years. So definitely think over it and think hard that how you would like to go forward. And I think it, this is the best time to reflect on what happened this year. And because I think most of us have seen ourselves going through a tough time. And I think we have also understood somewhere that what are our strengths because we have seen overcoming a lot of challenges this year each one of us so we have actually come to understand a lot about ourselves as a person and if you can tap into those resources the strengths that you have shown in your own way keep in mind that you where you can utilize it next year going forward so thank you so much for that and just before you leave i would really like to ask you to leave our listeners with a thought or a quote or saying that you have been living with or you've really been inspired and you're following it oh beautiful one of my favorite um and a lot of people have made this quote so i reference everyone that's made it not one person in particular but take a little step every day because that little step will add up awesome and that is what podcast is all about to take that baby step to take that small step so thank you so much edward for coming on my first step ever and sharing your journey Oh, Ashani, it's a pleasure. And that sums up the 20th episode of My First Step Ever. Oh my God, this was so insightful, so interesting. And I'm so excited that I was able to get through a lot of information in this particular episode. If you have been listening to this or watching the videos on YouTube channel of this podcast, please comment, message and let me know what you liked or what would you like to listen further. With this 20th episode, I'm planning to take a season break and come back. Let's see what I've got in store for you. If you like what you hear, then follow us on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts. 
and you can also share this with people who you care who you think would be benefited out of this for sure and do not forget to join the instagram community which is my first step ever underscore in where i have planned of doing some interesting activities in coming weeks and yes as i always say keep your spirits high and as you're nearing the end of this year reflect what you have done take a deep breath pause and think what you want to do ahead next year and have a very 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 merry christmas and a happy happy new year bye